Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, yes. it's Friday. They got it Friday. Thank goodness you can't see this guy. He breaks out into dance when he does it. Anyway, yes, it is Friday. And uh, and welcome to all of our, our listeners. You know, we should thank them all, by the way. We've had a, an amazing growth in listenership in the past uh, few weeks. And it's all because of you. Something good's happening out there. And yeah. uh, by the way, if you haven't shared us and you have friends who are, are like-minded, meaning that uh, they're kind of conservative, you think they might like the show, send it to them, okay? Yeah, you know, I'm finding that there's a lot of people that are more than kind of conservative these days. And I think I think we've been misled by the media and, and whatnot, the... They don't like the word woke anymore, but, mm-hmm. you know, hey, they invented it, so it's yeah. their word, and uh, if the shoe fits, you know, walk around in those high heel <laughs> wokes. But, um, yeah, like like that guy Sam Brinson, <laughs> for the guy who the guy who worked for uh, uh, Biden in the energy department in his high yeah. heels and scarlet dress. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go, you know. Be all that you can be. Be woke. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh my gosh. Anyway, uh, interesting things. Uh, I, I wanted to mention this to you, Bill. Uh, have you heard what's happening with the rail employees who have been cleaning up that uh, derail, derail yard, the, you know, where the train cra- uh, mm-hmm. uh, derailed up in East Palestine, Ohio, uh, a couple of weeks ago? They're getting sick. The workers who are doing the cleanup, that's what I'm trying to say. It's early, friends, so bear with me. The workers who are doing the cleanup, are getting rashes, getting lung uh, infections. You know, they're having problems, and they're complaining to their bosses. Uh, and uh, But yet they're telling everybody it's safe, go back, relax, not, not nothing to worry about. You know, well, it's funny because the, the white powder is in the news again. Yeah. And now, of all places, West Virginia. They're, uh, well, there's a surprise. Of, uh, <laughs> yeah, their energy, energy protection agency decided that they would take a sample of the white powder. And despite all the stories, you know, to the contrary, and what looks to be obvious, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, WVDEP said that uh, the results of uh, the samples that they got were, are you ready for this? Oh, oh this would uh, be they good. Were, they were predominantly um, pollen. Oh, with, uh, come on. <laughs> predominantly pollen with trace amounts mm-hmm. of mineral matter. Yeah. Well, okay. what the hell was the mineral matter and, and, and mineral matter? Okay. What quantifies um, You know, let's be logical here for a second. Oh, well, you can't do that. But no. let's you and I just for a second pull over to the side of the room. Or as my friend would say, let's back this boss up. <laughs> yeah, let's stop it right here. Exactly. In the road. <laughs> um it's it's a is it a coincidence that the thing happened I believe on February 3rd the derailment happened on February 3rd and all of a sudden they're getting white powder in West Virginia and mm-hmm. in Mer- parts of Maryland as far east as Hagerstown being reported uh that even in western Pennsylvania, places like Beaver County and Butler County and Allegheny County and Washington County, they're reporting 
a whiteish powder. I I saw it on my car. That you pe- know, there 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 were sightings of little planes flying over and crop dusting. Now that could be all fake. It could have come from the train. It could have come from the plane. You know, trains, planes, and automobiles. Who the hell knows? But <laughs> it ain't supposed to be there, and we know that. Well, and even that answer that the WVDEP gave you. Why would they be is a dust- crock of crap? Why would they be crop dusting? Uh, would they be trying to get rid of the the poison that they've polluted the air with? You know, would they be putting something that would bring that stuff down? I, that's the only reason why. I would think that they would be putting something else into the air, you know? Well, now that's a possibility. Maybe that is the mineral matter that they're talking about that mm. they're dropping that weights it down. And That's a very interesting uh, concept. Yeah, let's, think, let's think for a second, okay? The, let's say they're saying, oh, we only found minerals uh, in, the, uh, in the wildlife, in that white powder. Maybe the stuff that we're seeing is the stuff they're using to try to minimize the effect, the poisonous effect, of the vinyl chloride. Hmm. Yeah, it, it could be. I mean, that's the only thing that comes to mind with me. You know, yeah. there's, there is a massive cover-up here, and the only way that we're ever going to get to the bottom of it, yeah. it is not going to ha- If I'm in charge and I'm guilty, do you think I'm going to tip my hat that I did, I did a boo-boo and I'm doing a cover-up? Hell no. But somebody somewhere that doesn't like me, that works under me, Somewhere is going to leak the, you know, leak the real truth out. Uh, but, you know, I, I could be I could be retired by then, you know, mm-hmm. or something long out of uh, public eye. Okay. So they had two options. Deny it. Say it's not a big deal that everybody can go back. It's uh, it's clean up. It's clean enough now for you to live in the area again and go on with your, your life as normal. Don't worry about the rashes or the uh, shortness of breath. That'll that'll go away after a while. Maybe you'll go away after a while. That was one option. The other option was for Norfolk Southern and the state to say, yep, we screwed up. We dumped a, a massive amount of poison into the air. It's going to uh, kill plants and animals. It's going to have a terrible effect on human beings long term. And, uh, yeah, we did it, and you're just going to have to get used to it. Can you imagine the lawsuits that will be filed against the, the uh, railroad and maybe the state, too, for allowing it to happen? It would well, be amazing. You know, you know th- this disaster is going to be kind of like waiting for the Durham report, you know, to come out. Well, waiting for that report to come out. That's going to yeah. change everything. Uh, and. Did did that ever come out, or did the guy retire? And now no, this 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 still working on it. Goodness knows when it's going to be done. You know, they spend a lot of money on these special prosecutors. You know, I'm talking tens of millions of dollars sometimes. Yeah, and we haven't seen anything, and I predict we're not going to see anything. It's kind of like you know, time heals everything, but a leaky radiator. And um, you know, but we're not talking about a leaky radiator. Yeah. We're talking about a leaky train, but. You know, well, uh, maybe maybe in time that railroad company will be sold I, to somebody else but, that'll be rendered harmless, and the people that were responsible, they'll die, away. they'll retire, they'll yeah. Uh, I I mean I just buying time. I think right now they figure that if you just can deny it long enough, the people will get tired. First of all, the average Joe doesn't have a lot of 
resources. There's not a, a they haven't got a pool of money they can use to f- defend themselves. After right. a while, they're going to say, "Oh, I got to go back to work to pay for my mortgage and the cable TV, and I got to do this, and I got to take the kid to the doctor." I mean, they will try to get back into their routine because they won't be able to keep going up against that brick wall, you know, because the the railroad and the state they can they can. Uh, they can push back on you as as long as you keep pushing. It's not a big deal. They got billions of dollars to work with. You know, they will bully you to death to where you're either dead or you shut up. You know, your choice. All they had they to give you an option. You know, Biden die or you comply. Biden said in his confusion uh, yesterday, uh, he intends to visit uh, East Palestine sometime. What you know? Let me ask. Sometimes, you know, it's been how many weeks? About about a month. Okay. What the hell for now? Why the hell is he going to go there? Because I don't know. Do you think he's ever going to go? I doubt he'll ever go. Well, he might. He might, but he'll go there, get a few photos. They'll bank those photos away, and oh, I don't know. Sometime next summer, pre-election, you know. Our commander-in-chief, the biggest president of all time, and he saved America from, yeah. you know, neglected the train industry. And, yeah. and they'll show him standing proud, you know. Yeah, I did that. I cleaned that up. Sure I did. Yeah, yeah that's the uh, ticket. The, yeah. the, guy is, the guy is, you know, I, I'd like to say he's just confused, but he's dangerous. He's dangerous. He's doing terrible things to our country right now with the border. He's doing incredibly bad stuff with that war on the Ukraine. You may be for the war on the Ukraine. You may be a supporter of the Ukrainian people. I, I love the Ukrainian people. I really do. I, I, I want them to be free and, and, and happy and uh, peaceful. Uh, I don't want them to be in this uh, terrible war situation they're in right now. I'd love nothing more than to see Russia and the Ukraine come to a resolution, shake hands, and walk away from this war. But that being said, I think we're fueling this country under this administration is fueling the war. If if he didn't have the money behind him that he has, I'm talking about Zelensky, would he be able to continue this war with Russia? I mean, Russia has got... No, absolutely not. But Zelensky thinks that he is the president of the United States. Well, we'll we've allowed him. We've allowed him to feel that way, don't you think? Yeah, we have. And this guy, you know, the only surrender, not even a surrender, the only peace talk that he's going to have is if he becomes the president of Russia. Zelensky thinks that, you know, yeah, you know, the Ukraine is Ukraine. Now, you can have the Ukraine back, but yeah, I'm in charge here. I did this. Yeah. You know, it's like they're all... Excuse me, I had to swallow. That's They're okay. all power hungry. And I mentioned that's, it's about power I meant, and money. I mentioned yesterday that we they they reported that they f- saw uh, drones attacking uh, oil sites deep into Russia. So uh, the Ukraine army is obviously uh, on the offensive. They're trying to get you know move the the border back. I guess the front line back, and I guess they figure if they can cause turmoil behind the lines deep into uh, Russia, it will force the Russian army to go back to protect 
their homeland. I don't know what's going on, but I think they underestimate Russia. I don't think Russia has been uh, fighting this war at 100% myself. I think they're probably going at a 40% uh, intensity. If they ever get really involved, I think, it won't be a matter of uh, who's going to win. It's just when. You know, there's stories that, uh, you know, Biden's considering boots on the ground, you know, in the Ukraine and in Russia. Mm -hmm. But they said, nah, that's fake news and all that stuff. With all that said, you know, it's kind of a two-tier question. Do you think we actually already have boots on the ground? Now, boots can be high heels, uh, advisors, or whatever um, that could be on the ground. See, I believe that we've already got people there that are helping the Ukraine out. Uh, so we do, and that's a, that means he's yeah. lying. Or if we don't have boots on the ground, you know, make note of the fact that he said no, 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 no. Because when the boots land on the ground, then we have to sit there and go, but Joe, didn't you just say we would never have boots on the ground? And yet there they are. But, how, you know, how about we those bio so labs? Lies and nobody, nobody holds his feet to the fire. How about those bio labs? We got forty bio labs, forty plus bio labs. Do, do you think that we have Americans uh, at least running those bio labs? Oh, I'm sure we do. You know, and speaking of bio labs, and you know, right now, of course, uh, uh, the COVID virus and that it was manufactured in Wuhan, and you know, you've got um, Fauci back and 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 everything. Do you remember? It's if you go back and trace the stories that came out when it first happened and they gave China a, a, you know, a break on it where we were saying, you know, it was traced back to a market where somebody ate a bat. Yeah. 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 And, and and that was on the news. I know that was our news disseminated (laughs) by the government. And you know, they weird stuff there and somebody ate an infected bat. Thing is, have you ever seen a bat up close and personal? I mean, with all due respect, there ain't much meat on a bat. <laughs> if you look at them, they're like rats with wings. You know, a bat is like rats, a rat with a, with wings. It's not terribly big. It hasn't got a lot of meat on it. So I can't imagine anybody saying, hey, that looks pretty tasty. <laughs> Get me some salt and pepper. I'm ready, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, they say, though, if you eat a bat, it tastes like rat. I thought it tastes like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that you do. I don't know. You know, well, that would be a big, big, bat. yeah, that's true. a big fat bat. Yeah, you, know. <laughs> you can say that again. No, don't, don't, don't. Say no, 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 no. My, my tongue is already tripping up. You know, I was up late yesterday. I'm sure you were. Hey, another interesting thing. Did you hear about the uh, the man in Florida who uh, had a problem with his sinuses? Though, so he thought he would rinse out his sinuses with tap water. And he became as a saline. Yeah, yeah. He became infected with a rare amoeba called Nigleria fowleria. Fowleri, and that's easy for me to say. Nigleria fowleri, that can cause a brain infection called amoebic meningocephalitis. <laughs> oh man, I could have been a doctor. Uh, ame- amoebic. We don't want you weren't though. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You don't want me near the, the words to be able to. You know, yes, like. you don't want me near the uh, operating room. Uh, in a statement from the Department of Health, uh, they said they are continuing to investigate how 
this infection occurred and is working with local public utilities to identify any potential links and make any necessary corrective actions. Now, this stuff, it causes, I guess, it, what is it? It infects the brain? It killed the guy. It killed the, the poor yeah. man. Yeah it, it, yeah, it's like a meningitis thing or something just eats the brain. But it's in the, it was in tap water. So if he put it in his sinuses and it, it infected his brain, what will it do if you drink it in a glass of water? I thought you were supposed to get most of that stuff taken care of with the chemicals and the filtration systems that public utilities are using, you know? I mean, well, we're not taking it right out of the stream, are we? Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now, there is, there is actually a connection here when you think about it. Oh boy! You know, I mean. <laughs> oh boy! Go ahead. Do I have um, to think about? Well, no, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, I think I mentioned it before. The train had the derailment okay. that we're still talking about yes. in the red state. Yes. Yeah, and then uh, this is a like long walk around. States. There, yeah, there's there's other red states that are having problems right now. That's true. And Florida has been the poster child for all good things in the news. Yes. And now, this. So you and think the you think right there? So. You think that maybe we're under a subtle attack right now? Maybe not so oh, subtle, but we're being attacked. There ain't no subtle to it. It's it's an attack, and you gotta wonder how deep the dark state is, or how nefarious some of these people are to do what they're doing. But if you watch. Carefully, the news, mm -hmm. and you see everything that goes on. Number one, you watch the network news, and we've always mentioned it. You know, they all have the same exact copy, word for word. They read it word for word. That is not public TV. That's state TV. Yeah. So make no mistake about it, friends. They have more freedom in their press in Russia and China than you do right now, and these here United States of America. You know, we are not the land of the free and apparently not the land of the brave because nobody's standing up to it because as long as I can have my latte yeah, and as long as I can do this or that, uh, I'm happy. You see, you. you see how Merrick Garland, we played it yesterday, a couple of cuts, how he, he embarrassed himself uh, when he was testifying in front of uh, Congress. I mean, he just couldn't stand up to the questioning. He was being uh, pummeled by Ted Cruz and by uh, Mike Lee and uh, Josh Hawley. All these guys would, did a terrific job, but uh, that being said, did it deter the Justice Department from doing whatever the heck they wanted to do? No. They, they came out yesterday and said it's okay if uh, the police want to civically sue Donald Trump uh, for January 6th they can. They they can't. That was marching orders. Yeah. That was instructions to do that. That's exactly what they were doing. Yeah. And Joe Biden is is the pro, you know, he's the profiteer of this. Right. You know, and that is illegal, friends. Think about it though. How do how would you like to be the lawyer representing these policemen who file uh civic suits civil suits against President Trump, uh, how do you prove anything? I mean, President first President Trump was nowhere near the Capitol. He was back at the White House. Secondly, he told people to go peacefully and patriotically to the Capitol. He didn't say, grab your pitchforks and head up to the Capitol. And he also told people 
do you know that he wanted to do a statement on television? Yeah. And they the networks wouldn't carry it. So he had to do it on YouTube or something like that. And it that's why it ended up being like at 2.45 in the afternoon. He had t- intended to do it right away. He intended to go live right away, telling people, please back off, go home. You, we've, you've done, you've, they know that you're upset. He, he wasn't allowed to by the major networks. They didn't carry it. So, um, but the point is, they're going to be hard-pressed to prove anything uh, be a direct connection between their their injuries, their quote damages, and President Trump. But that's not why they're doing it. They're doing it to sully his reputation, to keep him uh, in court, to keep reminding people that he was involved with January sixth because we're approaching an election and they want to yeah, keep damaging Yeah, and January sixth was not an insurrection. Uh, but, you know, the Democrats are all over, you cannot release those tapes. The Republicans have no right. It is not the people's tapes because, and there every excuse in the world, well, wait a minute. You had those tapes for two years yeah. and you maligned and showed us only excerpts that benefited you. You didn't show the raw footage and you don't want people to see the raw footage because if they saw the raw footage, they would find out that yep. you lied bold-faced on national TV from the top of the ladder all the way down to the bottom, and we need to kick that ladder out from all those <laughs> damn rats. Yep. Um, <laughs> they've had they, all that, that time that they had their January 6th hearings. They had, uh, they had access to all that footage, and they yeah. really, think about it, they really couldn't use much of it. They no. really couldn't use much of it, but they saw all of it. They had it. Yeah. I mean, Nancy they Pelosi. They don't want anyone else to see it. Oh, that's exactly right. Good news. Tucker announced last night on his program that he should have something to show us next week sometime. Now, that's for, they're looking at 44,000 hours of video, and they should have something to uh, show us next week. So, you know, there's you, going to be something that happens, uh-huh. a distraction or an accident. There will be something, you know, that, that they want to stop and, you know, squelch this. And they will. They'll find yeah. a way to do it because they are conniving. Yes, they are. <laughs> Starts with a B. Yes, they the are. Um, anyway, you know, Joe Biden had a nominee uh, in front of Congress for the FAA uh, yesterday. And uh, Senator Senator Cruz uh, was doing some uh, questioning of this nominee, and it didn't go well for the nominee. Listen. Thank you, Madam Chair. Mr. Mr. Washington, uh, first round of questioning, we had a lot of discussions about your lack of experience with aviation safety. But there is another concern that is front and center for this committee, because you're the first nominee I can recall who is currently entangled in an ongoing public corruption investigation right now while your nomination is pending. This investigation involves an alleged pay-to-play contracting scheme that resulted in LA Metro giving $800,000 in no-bid contracts to a politically connected charity called Peace Over Violence, or POV, to run a sexual harassment hotline that was hardly ever used. A whistleblower has alleged, among other things, 
that when you were the LA Metro CEO, you pushed forward these questionable contracts in order to stay in the good graces of a powerful politician on the LA Metro board. Last December, you told the New York Times, quote, when I pursued the job in Denver for the airport, much thanks to the credit of the Denver City Council, they looked into all of this and debunked it all. So I would ask Congress to do the same. Mr. Washington, do you still want Congress to look into these allegations? I have nothing to hide, Senator. Okay, good. Well, we are looking into them. Even though you say that the Denver City Council debunked it all, the LA Sheriff's Office determined that these allegations had merit. In fact, last September, the Sheriff's Office executed a criminal search warrant at LA Metro's headquarters based on these allegations. And you were named in that search warrant, not once, not twice, but numerous times. The search warrant authorizes the sheriff's office to seize emails and other communications between you and other individuals involved in the investigation. But that's not all. The search warrant also includes specific allegations that you personally engaged in misconduct. For example, here on page 24 of the search warrant, the warrant says that a witness stated that, quote, although there was no legitimate reason for Metro to outsource such a service to POV in a sole source contract, the contract was pushed forward by CEO Philip Washington in order to remain in good graces with supervisor Sheila Cool. As a reminder, POV is a charity that received $800,000 in a no-bid contract to run a hotline for LA Metro that was hardly ever used. And Sheila Kuhl is a powerful politician on LA Metro's board who was longtime friends with the head of POV. The California Attorney General's office is now leading the investigation into this public corruption scheme. Mr. Washington, have you spoken with the California Attorney General's office about the status of their investigation? No, I have not, Senator. Well, the Republican committee staff did last week. Uh, we reached out to the California Attorney General's office to inquire on the status of the investigation, and the Attorney General's office said that there is an ongoing criminal investigation into this matter, and the staff said in particular that you have a, quote, material involvement in the case and that the investigation is months away from being completed. That's all bad enough, but even more amazingly, the staff at the Attorney General's office told us that at that time, they were not aware of anybody from the White House, from the FBI, or from the Senate who had contacted them about their ongoing public corruption investigation where you have material involvement. Now that is remarkable. I understand the chairwoman has subsequently spoken with the California Attorney General his office, but at the time, nobody had talked to them according to the AG's office. That is remarkable, and it is more than a little troubling. I think it's fair to say California sheriffs, the LA sheriff, and the California attorney general are not Republicans. They're not right-wing activists with an ax to grind. And the fact that this corruption case is ongoing, it's truly remarkable that this committee is considering confirming a nominee in the middle of an ongoing investigation for public corruption. And I am hard pressed to think of anything more damaging to the FAA 
than not only confirming someone who is not qualified and has no experience in aviation safety, but secondly, doing so while a public corruption case is ongoing, which, according to the terms of the search warrant, implicates you directly. And if, if, it, if it so happened that you ended up indicted as a result of this ongoing investigation, I don't know if that will happen or not, the investigation needs to conclude what sort of damage would it do to the FAA to have the administrator indicted on public corruption? Well, a couple of things, uh, Senator. Yeah, and please respond. To oh, okay, thank you, thank you. Uh, that particular contract was initiated before I arrived at Metro. Uh, there has been no findings of wrongdoing by me. Uh, I stand by the work that was done in this contract uh, to... Are you saying the search warrant is wrong? When it says the, these are the allegations of the search warrant that Philip Washington pushed it forward. Uh, that is wrong. That is false. Uh, I never talked with anyone about that, uh, that contract. Uh, this was done uh, with a uh, delegation of authority uh, to uh, my uh, department heads, uh, but the allegations are false. Uh, and uh, I talked to no one. Uh, you mentioned super, former supervisor Sheila Kuehl. I never talked to her about the contract. Okay, but the AG investigation is not concluded. Is that correct? No one has talked to me from the AG office. No one has called me from the sheriff office. No one has contacted me about this case at all. Wow. Okay, so that shouldn't surprise uh, Ted Cruz that he was nominated for the position of administrator of the FAA because look at everybody else that Biden has nominated for a position of power in his administration. He, he has this uh, Buttigieg uh, as the Secretary of Transportation. Forget about it. The guy is totally unqualified. He has done nothing to improve our roads or make the, the, the rails safer. Uh, you know, I mean, he's he's been a, a laughing stock. You put some guy in in the uh, Department of Energy who wears uh, dresses and high heels and makes a joke of the Department of Energy. That's another Biden appointee. You take uh, Rachel Levine uh, from Pennsylvania, who used to be Richard three or four years ago, and all of a sudden he's just uh, happy as a pig in slop, dressed up in his dress in his wig or whatever he wears and putting on his makeup and uh, being called admiral. I mean, everybody he's put into a position of authority has been unqualified, but not just unqualified, uh, a laughing stock. You know, the, point to somebody in his administration, even his vice president is a joke. He hasn't appointed anybody who you can look to and say, my God, there's somebody I admire. There's somebody who can do the job. I'm proud he's in the position. Can you can you think of anybody, Bill? No, I can't. I'm just sitting here thinking we need to get a presidential clown car for him <laughs> and his entire administration. <laughs> yes, we do. The presidential clown car. <laughs> I like that. I'd vote for that. Um, <laughs> Little horn on the top. <laughs> yeah. Bonk, bonk. <laughs> Anyway, well, that would be a job for Kareem there to reach out and honk the horn. Let me tell you how silly the uh, opposition party is nowadays. And again, I should, for the new listeners out there, I should point out that I'm not crazy about the Republicans either, okay? I mean, I think they, 
they are they they've uh, they always seem to seize defeat from the jaws of victory, if you know what I mean. Uh, they are not to be admired either. When you look to the likes of Mitch McConnell and uh, Lindsey Graham, they they leave a lot to be desired. But um, the opposition party just keeps doing things that that amaze me. And I was one up until about 1980, and I uh, opened my eyes and was introduced politically to uh, to Ronald Reagan, who I thought, you boy, saw the light. yeah, he spoke for me. But they they believe that they can do anything and say anything, and the and the masses are asses, if you know what I mean. That's their that's kind of like their concept. Their concept is: look at, we can say anything, and we can convince them after a while. They'll they'll go along with us because uh, because they want to go along with us. Okay, so we were told yesterday, if you remember, that John Fetterman, from his almost comatose uh, bed, co-authored a a bill with. Uh, uh, one of the other senators in Pennsylvania. And, you know, that, that was exciting news. The fact that he has not been seen by anybody in public since he was hospitalized, the fact that his wife packed up the kids and went to Canada as soon as he was uh, admitted to Walter Reed, that was of no importance, okay? But John was working diligently in his uh, in his diminished capacity, working on co-authoring and co-sponsoring bills. And mm-hmm. and when he was when he was a question about that when they when the uh, the guy his his uh, at what do you call it his supervisor his aide de camp in the mm-hmm. uh, his office was questioned about it the guy became a little defensive and didn't answer the question uh, he just kind of ignored the reporter well yesterday yet again from that another bill another bill yes indeed he sponsored another one. And, of course, uh, his wife, Giselle, what did she do? Again, she took off. <laughs> she yeah, yeah. Look, th- this guy has done more from the bed being brain dead <laughs> than he did before stroke. Again, we, uh, don't, we don't know whether he's uh, I don't know what he brain is, dead. but you know yeah. what? Come clean. Just come clean. Be- they said uh, he's and- in there for depression. Right, but then we've heard from reports, written reports, like you said, that he could be brain dead. Well, you know what? I don't know about you, but this whole story depresses me. So, if he's not depressed, I sure as hell am. <laughs> exactly, exactly. One of us is depressed. Um, so, he's doing a lot of work from Walter Reed. He really is. Uh, he's obviously earning his paycheck based upon what they're saying. They they figure that if they just keep co-authoring these bills, you can almost see it happening in committee uh, rooms. Guys saying, look, you're going to add John Fetterman's name to this bill. I know nobody's talked to him, and he uh, he's uh, doing a lot of... Uh, he, he's, he's not really participating from Walter Reed, but we got to add him to make him look like he is, and uh, that's what they're doing. And they figure if they do this, you're going to believe it because you're not paying attention. You're just a, you know you're just a passive uh, a passive participant in the political process. You like that? All those P's? Passive participant in the political process. Yeah, uh, say that uh, five times. No, fast. I think well, I was lucky to get to two. Um, yeah. Anyway, also another thing happened. Uh, Pentagon Inspector General, did you hear about this? Joe Biden is hiding classified documents yes. 
detailing side deals he made with the Taliban and against U.S. troops. Think Didn't about we that. we actually kind of touch on that a couple of weeks ago where we thought that could be the case? Yes. Yes, we did. It was speculation. It, the, it was speculation on our, on our part at that time. But uh, now the the Pentagon Inspector General, boy, that must have gone over like a lead balloon with the uh, fart in church. Yeah, yeah exactly. Screen doors in the submarine. <laughs> exactly. All <laughs> oh, those work well. Oh, really well. <laughs> yeah. But uh, think about. It. I'm going to repeat that line again. Joe Biden is hiding classified documents detailing. Side deals he made with the Taliban. For those not paying attention, those were the bad guys, the enemy. And the deals that he made were actually against U.S. troops. Well, have you ever noticed when he, well, what do they call the helicopter, the, the president? The Black Hawk? Oh, you mean there for a uh, Marine one? Marine one. Marine yeah. one. That's it. Have you ever noticed there's always a Marine standing oh, there? Oh, yeah. At attention. Yep. And he will walk by and Jill will walk by. And, you know, the yep. only thing that they don't do is flip them the bird, you know, because they in they were asked about it. Well, he doesn't respect them. He does not respect our military. Uh, you know, to give you a, a side-by-side comparison, when uh, President Trump once stepped off Marine One, the, the backwash from the blades blew the hat off the uh, the Marine who was standing attention. This, he's at attention, he's saluting, and his hat gets blown off. And the, right. pre- and the president snaps him a salute, sees that he lost his cap, the president does, goes over, I'm talking about Trump now, he picks up the hat, he dusts the hat off with his other hand for the Marine, and he hands it to the Marine, and the Marine puts it back on and, and returns to salute, and the president resalutes him. That's Trump. You can see that on YouTube, probably, unless they've taken it down. It might be. Oh a, yeah, because that that would be misinformation, you know. Yeah, even though it's video, even though it, even though it's your eyes seeing something that happened. Uh, so, I, I find it amazing that uh, this guy just keeps skating. The I'm talking about Biden, but on another topic, I'm not going to let him skate on this. Uh, yesterday we played the cut that he about where he made the uh, the kind of uh, off the cuff snickering remark about that that poor lady who lost both of her sons. Uh, mm-hmm. She had testified in front of Congress. She was emotional and and she was she was really upset. Her name is Rebecca uh, Kessling. Well, I'm going to play right. first. Here's the his Biden. I want you to I I play this right. because I don't want you to. Re- forget his response to the loss of these two little boys. And when I say little boys, in my heart, in my mind, they are little boys, 18 and 20. They made a mistake. They were at an event. They thought they were going to have a little party time with uh, something that was illicit. You know, uh, I think they thought they were going to have oxycodone. And they figured they'd get a little bit of a buzz, and it was daring. And instead, someone slipped him a Mickey that was made with fentanyl, and these two little boys died. And with their death, they broke the heart of their mom. And you, if you saw her testimony, uh, it was just, uh, if you didn't cry along with her, you had no heart. 
But anyway, uh, here's how Biden responded to it. She, she was very specific recently saying that a mom, a poor mother who lost two kids to fentanyl, that I, that I killed her sons. Well, the interesting thing is that fentanyl they took came during the last administration. <laughs> you hear that laughter at the end, friends? That's what he thinks about that little lady's sons and uh, your sons and my my daughters. I mean, that's what this guy thinks. Look, the border was a problem before Trump got in. Trump was the one that tried to close it. Yes. Obama and Biden are the ones that opened it up. They're the ones that built the... You remember they tried to go after him with the cage, the caged kids? Mm-hmm. Turns out that it was the Obama administration that built the cages, but they tried to put the bad on Trump. You know, Bill, you're, yeah, you're one of the only people that I've heard bring this up, and it's absolutely the truth, okay? Everybody's talking, well, what they're doing on, even Fox, they're saying, well, no one's saying that it didn't happen under Trump. It did happen under Trump, but uh, twenty-two. there was a 22% increase in fentanyl deaths after Biden got in and abandoned the security. But that's not the point. What you're saying, and it's so true, it didn't start with Trump. No. It goes back with Obama and Biden. Yeah, and you know what? I, I had a sad revelation yesterday. You know, they, they, I had a prescription that hadn't been refilled. And I was right. going, hey, what, the, what the hell's going on? So they got it refilled, and I went over to the pharmacy, one of the big chain ones. And you, remember, I used to, in between radio jobs, I managed uh, a pharmacy mm-hmm. uh, for one of the big chains. But it's funny how things have changed now with the retail cycle of America. Going to the store anymore is probably going to go away. Because mm-hmm. yeah, you go to these stores and the shelves are empty. And I walked into this this pharmacy, and they were like little small box department stores and grocery stores. Well, now their shelves are getting empty. And I'm sitting there going, wow. And I'm talking to this boy, you know, in the pharmacy, more people are sick. They're having to take medicines. And I'm going, well, I guess the pharmacy will always stay open if the store shuts down. Oh, no. Right. No, 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 no. No, if, if, if they're having a hard time with product, getting product and everything. Yeah. So even though it's a major chain, if they shut down that aspect of it, they shut down the whole pharmacy. And I thought, my God, so where are we going to get our drugs from now? You know, when we yeah. have a prescription. What do you say? No, I'm saying. Oh, I'm oh, well, well, well I, I think what will happen is you'll see places like Amazon. You can, you know, you can get your pharmaceuticals Yeah, and you know on what? Amazon. Have you ever gotten anything through the mail from Amazon? You know, Oh, sure. The, Absolutely. The medication is wrong. And sometimes what you're getting through the mail is not what you need, and you could be getting... Fentanyl. But Who they, knows? but, but they, uh, uh, and now, to Amazon's credit, uh, from what what they've done is they've actually created an, an Amazon pharmacy. It's it's a department. It's a division, and they stand behind all of the drugs that they they market. But I'm like you. I'm one of these guys. I'm a little tepid about about buying anything that I have to ingest like that. A drug online. Okay, so we're going to get everything from Amazon. So the CVS is the Walgreens, the 
the Eckerds, and all of those will go by the by. Right. Uh, the RX drug stores, the mom and pop drug stores. Yep. And I remember those too. Mm-hmm. And they're, they'll all be gone, and it's a one stop shop fits all. Good. That's a nice thing to do. And then That's communism. And then they can do anything they want. They can make you take certain drugs. Okay, we don't have that drug in stock anymore. You've been authorized to take this drug. You don't know what that drug is, but you've been authorized to take. I mean, they can start manipulating the masses. And for people who are conspiracy theorists, if they decide they want to uh, thin the herd, you know, to cull the herd a bit, uh, what better way to do it than to have control of medications? Well, Well, yeah. Want to get rid of some of these old people? Yes. Mr. Harrington, yes, you need that heart drug, but I'll tell you what. Yes. Unless you get this vaccination, uh, a shot, <laughs> you know. That's exactly the, right. For the nefarian foo-foo fly, because <laughs> uh, you know how dangerous that foo-foo fly is. Oh, uh, yes. If it lands on you, if the yes. foo-foo-foo-foo is yeah. on your neck, you're in trouble. <laughs> need a shot for that. You know. And we have just the shot for you. <laughs> we're laughing right now, but I heard that this talk that the Chinese are working on another variation of the COVID virus. You know, if you think for a second, just for a second, and think logically, if you think that they were working on the COVID virus for the heck of it in the Wuhan lab, you're mistaken. They were developing a a weapon, okay? That, that's what they were doing. Let's Let's be honest. It wasn't an accident. It didn't come from a bat down the street. You got the guys up. It's maybe the only lab of its kind in China. Think about it. It's like the only lab of its kind in China. It's right up the street. They weren't making this stuff just to see what the heck they could do with this COVID virus. They were developing something that they could they could intentionally in, in, infect the world with. And I also point to those those balloons that uh, floated harmlessly, quote, harmlessly across our country. What better way to disperse a virus than to do it via balloon? You drop, you have a, a bunch. We talked about, remember we talked about uh, having missiles and being and actually uh, dropping missiles on sites from balloons. But what if they were to have vials of of a deadly bacteria or virus and just uh, spread it out over the heartland, the mid-America. I mean, this guy Biden just let it float on through. He didn't do a damn thing to stop it until it was over the ocean. You know, one of the things I was reading about, speaking of China, and everybody talks about we're getting closer and closer to war, but then they go, yeah, we're getting close to war, but we're really not going to go to war. Well, wait a minute. You know, every day you wake up, uh, you're a step closer to war, oh, yeah. even if you're in peace times. War can break out anywhere at any time for any reason. Yep. And right now there's a lot of reason for war to happen. Our uh, The doomsday clock is like uh, a minute to midnight or yep. even less. We're probably seconds away from it. But one of the things that I was reading is one of the things the government is – what. What have we talked about that is vulnerable in the United States? Our utilities. Exactly. Yeah. And so right now, they're worried that attacks are going to start breaking out, not by the public, 
but by operatives of China to get our attention, you know, scare the Americans. Yeah. And what better way to do it? Because if we don't have power or our electric, our, our electric grid goes down, yep. the Internet goes down, we can't communicate, your smartphone all of a sudden becomes a paperweight. Yep. You know, so now we're talking about boots on the ground. And when I say on the ground, we're talking about boots on the ground in the United States that they are looking to prep the Army to get involved, to sit there. I remember going to Germany back in 1995 to go see the Rolling Stones in Berlin. Mm -hmm. But when you go through the airport, through the little checkpoints, there were armed guards there. And I thought, my God, you know, you didn't have police or anything like that. You had an armed guard there. They'd look at your passport and they'd study it up and down, you know, and because you were in kind of a military type state. Get get ready for it because it could be coming well, here. You talk about uh, um, you talk about war and you talk about uh, uh, people in this country. Do you know that coming across the border, they're not just uh, Latinos coming across from Honduras or uh, Venezuela. They also have Chinese. They've mm-hmm. they've arrested Chinese uh, people, uh, military age, coming across the border. Now, what are they doing coming across our border? But they are. So we don't know who the heck is in our country right now. You talk about them attacking the utilities. That would be a, 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 a terrific way to start. A, uh, to actually, that would be a big head start for any kind of a conflict to take on our utilities. But, you know, I've also heard that since I think last June, our presence in the Taiwan Strait, you know, the, the, the area around Taiwan has increased by four, four times. We have four times the military presence in that area uh, since last summer. Uh, we're getting ready. We're building up. We, we're being very quiet about it, but we're building up our, our presence right around Taiwan. I mean, can hey, you look, ma- if China was doing that to us, do you think we'd just stand by and do nothing? Well, under Joe Biden, probably so. That's Hell, true. The balloons. You know, good point. Uh, you know, he thought, where's the cake with the candles? Because we got the balloons, <laughs> balloons, balloons, <laughs> the balloons. <laughs> it's true. Hey, you know what? I forgot to, uh, you know, we played the cut of Joe laughing about uh, that, that uh, poor woman's loss. And the poor woman, Rebecca Kissling, she went on uh, on social media and she put this video, and I want to play it for her. This is kind of her response to Biden. Hi, I'm Rebecca Kiesling. I'm the mother of Caleb Forever 20 and Kyler Forever 18, who lost their lives to fentanyl poisoning on July 29th, 2020, along with 17-year-old Sophia Harris. I just testified yesterday before Congress about the deaths of my two sons to fentanyl poisoning at a um, hearing on the issues at the southern border. I'm shocked to see the video today as President Biden talked about a congresswoman who misspoke when she said that um, my children's deaths are the cause of President Biden's policy failures. 
Um, my children died about six months before he became president. And there have been failed policies from many administrations and from Congress for far too long, ever since there was a surge in drug deaths due to fentanyl, um, I believe mostly beginning around 2013. So this has been a problem for a long time. And as President Biden was speaking about this mother who lost her two sons, he starts to laugh and says that, well, it turns out that they died before I ever even became president. <laughs> like, really? This is how you speak about the death of my sons? Because a congresswoman misspoke, you, you mock the loss of my sons. How dare you? What is the matter with you? Almost every Democrat on the committee offered me condolences. They at least had the decency to do that. You can't even do that. You have to mock my pain. And then what about the 22% increase in fentanyl deaths since you became president, since you changed your policy at the borders? That represents tens of thousands of U.S. citizens who died under your watch, an increase in tens of thousands. And that represents even double that number of the parents who are suffering. Are you going to keep laughing about those who did die under your watch? Do we have to bring them in so you can look them in the eyes and laugh? What is wrong with you? This is unacceptable and our president needs to apologize to me and he needs to be held accountable. And I wish that he would show some serious concern for the lives of those lost. I think that his behavior today speaks volumes and it tells you where his heart is. Do something. Don't be a coward. Do something. What a courageous lady. Here was the yeah. response officially from the Biden administration. This is Corrine Jean-Pierre. Listen. He said the interesting thing is that the fentanyl they took came during the last administration. And then he seems to laugh on the mother's demanding an apology. And I'm wondering if he regretted how that came out. So, you know, I want to be very careful here because this involves uh, a mom, as you just stated, who lost two sons. And when it comes to this president, I believe the American people knows who he is fundamentally because he's been around for some time. And they have watched him go through grief. They have watched him deal with really personal loss. And um, so this is a president that understands that. Uh, he expressed sympathy for her last night. Um, and uh, his heart goes out to uh, any person, any person who has to go through that type of uh, trauma, that type of hurt. Uh, I will say uh, his words are, are being mischaracterized uh, by, uh, by 
someone who is regularly discredited um, for uh, for things that she says that are really conspiracy theories, and those lies are being parroted by a certain network, uh, and uh, and you know, it, and uh, you know, I'll I'll just leave it there. I'll I'll, I'll say one more thing, is that uh, conservative parents on fentanyl of fentanyl victims have been very clear. They have blasted uh, uh, the congresswoman for these dishonest kinds of statements and kinds of attacks. Uh, but again, our hearts go out to anyone who loses uh, who loses a person that they love. And this is something that you've heard from this president uh, over and over again when, when that has occurred and has been presented to him. Have you no shame, madam? Have you no shame? I mean, you just get up there and essentially what you say to everybody is don't believe your lying eyes and ears. You heard him say it. You yeah. heard him laugh. And then you stand up there and say he has empathy and sympathy and he feels. Oh, yeah. oh, she yeah. goes, yeah, you know, I think every American knows who he is. Yes. Well, apparently, Corrine, you don't. As a matter of fact, just so you know, Corrine, and this is going to sound mean and hateful and hurtful, but uh, when he picked you, uh, you only checked off two of the four boxes he was looking for. You were a woman mm -hmm. and you were gay. So Boy, I'll tell you, but she has no problem getting up there, Bill. No problem getting up there and telling the world that he is not what you see. He is not what you see. <laughs> Look, he, he he's a racist. He's always been a racist. Yep. And let's just call it what it is. And he's a racist. He doesn't care about anybody. Even he doesn't care about the veterans. Look at the, the story about him hiding classified documents detailing uh, side deals he had going mm -hmm. with Afghanistan. You know he's profiting from that. I, I questioned that from a while back, and now, ooh, yeah, he did. You know, son of a bitch. You know, they turned everything around in the Ukraine, and uh, he he made money off of the Ukraine. And yeah, and uh, with <laughs> come on, we can... this guy is a crook many times over, and those documents that they don't press him on. Yeah, that was in the Biden Center. You know, uh, you know, he so, got donations from you, China. You know, it's interesting. They're still talking about Trump's Mar-a-Lago documents. I mean, they still bring that up, but they've all gotten quiet about the documents in Delaware. They've, they've, it's, it's like that didn't happen. You don't talk about Biden's documents, which he's had for decades. You talk about Trump's. He, he got legally as president. Yeah, the media's... The media's uh, participation in this hoax, in this scam against the American people, is shameless. It is blatant. Anybody who's got their eyes open can see it, but they well, just keep doing it. They're trying to do the disappearing act with uh, Hunter's laptop. First, it was fake news. It was Russian disinformation. It was all a lie, 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 and they had it since 2019. They knew it wasn't a lie. Then all of a sudden... It's the real deal. Everything's there. Now you hear AOC and the Democrats coming out like, boy, the Republicans are making a deal, a big deal out of a, an, an only half-true laptop. Wait a minute. It's a half-true laptop? You know what I've learned? All the... Do you know what I've learned? It's much easier to lie when you have the press behind you. It's much easier to sell a lie 
when you have the media supporting your lie. No matter what you say, no matter what lie you throw out there, if you know that you throw it out there and the media is going to say, yep, he's right, even when you're lying, then it's a much easier sell. Whereas Trump yeah. can turn around and say, no, I didn't do that, and the media just attacks him like piranha. We could go on and on, my friend. We've done it again. Uh, we should point out, by the way, that our listenership is way up. We would ask yeah. that you continue to share, to like and share our program wherever you listen to our program. No, we appreciate that. You can go uh, on our website. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's another day.com. You can send us an email, mail at uh, it's another day.com. Uh, we do have CRN America, which is uh, mail at crnamerica.com. By the way, I want to thank, uh, I was on somebody else's podcast, actually. They kind of do a, uh, a little radio blitz thing where they talk to, you know, somebody in radio. And it's a guy in California and a guy in Pittsburgh, actually. Uh, they call themselves the Chino Brothers. But ironically, there was about 45 minutes of political talk, which I was kind of like surprised. Mm-hmm. So, you know, thanks to them. And um, you can probably see it on YouTube, the Chino Brothers podcast. But, um, you know, yeah, it you is did, what it is. You, uh, you know, you, you said something interesting before the show started. You said that after being up all day, like he gets up like me, like at 5 o'clock in the morning to prepare for the program because we record early. Shot. Yeah, by seven o'clock, his 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 plane was approaching the airport. It was coming in for a landing, and they weren't going to start recording their program last night till nine o'clock, your time. Yeah, because uh, the one guy he uh, he he works at a station that I uh, a new well he works for the Groove in Bakersfield. That's, but I have uh, that's past your bedtime though, right? Nine o'clock. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I might be up, but I'm I'm laying in bed, you know. Sipping on a bottle of water, watching some stupid sci-fi show, yeah. whatever it is, I you know, because I like science fiction. Uh, and so that's what I do. And then, you know, I time it and go to bed, you know. I should point out our number, by the way, is 833-538-7868. If you want to call us and uh, make a request or make a comment, 833-538-7868. Once again, we have done it, my friend. Uh, we're... Still uh, not sure whether we'll be doing an update this weekend. I guess it depends upon uh, the news and uh, what's going on. Keep checking back. If if we do have an update, we'll post it on our regular sites, and you'll probably see a notice come up. But uh, for now, uh, I hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy yourself, my I friend. I plan to, but you know what? Anytime I plan something, something mm-hmm. from the left comes flying out of nowhere. And slaps and, uh, you right in the old schnoz, I know. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's that foo-foo fly that'll get you every time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look at that foo-foo fly will do it all the time, won't it? And the, yeah, the flying foo-foo fly of life. <laughs> say that. The, the fickle foo-foo fly of life. The fickle foo-foo fly, fly of fate. <laughs> well, don't bend over. That fly will go where you don't want it Goodbye, to go. Goodbye, Bill. See ya. <laughs> The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From Acceleration.com. 
It has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us, too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about It's Another Day. Com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million? <laughs>